Hey guys, welcome to the Hybrid Podcast, where we talk about creativity, entrepreneurship, music, and so much more. Today on the show, I'm excited to have Ahmed Sirba and Hadil Sheikh, founders of Locals Cafe. They are going to share their journey of how they created such a successfully intimate, friendly, and social cafe, serving, in my opinion, the best coffee in Jeddah, KSA. Hi, Ahmed and Hadil. Welcome to the Hybrid Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having us. Hi, hi, thank you. <laughs> okay, so I've known Ahmed for over 10 years now. He first started out with a coffee brand catering to events as a pop-up coffee shop concept. We met at our very first event as an agency back then when we were just starting out and he was one of the vendors at the event. Fast forward to now, him and his wife Hadil have created the iconic neighborhood cafe that is Locals. So let's get to it. When did you guys first develop this passion for coffee? It started with Ahmed. He's the one who's, uh, who's the coffee expert. I just, I, I don't even, I never used to even drink coffee. Yeah, but, I, she, but, but she wanted like to make the, a coffee shop. She didn't know how to make the coffee shop. Yeah, I wanted so, to have a coffee shop with a bookshop. With like, a bookshop, yeah, That was yeah. the idea, to have a place where you can buy coffee and like a mini coffee shop, a coffee shop with, with also a bookshop. Nice. Tayyib, uh, how did you guys meet? We met in uh, Beirut. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a, a, a deeper story behind that? <laughs> uh, if you want to share. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we met in Beirut, and he was also running uh, coffee shops there. And his family's in uh, food and beverage. They have uh, his uncle has a culinary school, so they are like really foodies. They are like serious foodies. Amazing. Yeah, and we're serious eaters. <laughs> okay, me too. By the yeah. way, I think we can uh, dedicate the whole episode on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So. When did you guys decide to start Locals? Well, we've had, we had the catering. Okay, but it wasn't, it was, it was uh, a new concept. It wasn't like vendors. We were doing like catering for events and things like that, but it's such a hassle. Um, so, uh, and he was consulting with other people who were doing, who were making coffee shops. Yeah, I remember. Mm -hmm. And then he was making coffee shops for people and... A couple of like months afterwards, he would go and he would find that they weren't doing the things that he established. So we said, you know what? We have some savings. We'll get a loan. Let's do our own thing where we can actually control everything and do it the way we want and maintain the standard that we want. It's not nice to have your name on something and then the people who own it change everything. And then people say, oh, Ahmed did that coffee shop. So it was like consulting was really hard dealing with the clients. So uh, I convinced him. <laughs> I was nagging, nagging, nagging. Do your own thing. Let's do our own thing. Let's do our own thing. Yeah, it's, it was really scary to do the, yeah, the, our own coffee shop. And it, it was really hard, but like we worked on it yeah. so hard. Yeah? yeah. Day and night. Yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I can see the results with, the, with, the, with what you did with it. It's amazing. So why did you guys name it Locals? Oh, uh, we had a couple of names, but uh, I think it represents us <clears throat> because, uh, you know, we want it to be 
something that is about the people that come there, not specifically a certain... Uh, we want it to be about the people and the people who serve them, not about like a certain fruit or a certain color or, so, you know. So we really wanted... We had a couple of names, but they were all names about culturally about people, not about uh, like... Because also in the branding, you don't want it to be like, uh, there's a lot of places that have certain names or initials or something. We want it to be personal. So uh, if it's, this is the, the most we can be inclusive, at the same time, it's personal. Mm -hmm. So locals is inclusive of everyone. And it also, if you come a stranger, and, but you leave a local. Like it's a, it, and you also, when you Google local places to go, you'll find us. It definitely has that, uh, you know, intimate, like very friendly vibe and it's super social. Yeah, that's um, what we're trying. Yeah. Know. That's how we are. So it's reflected probably in the place. So it's a reflection of, of your personalities. Mm -hmm. I love that, honestly. Uh, okay, so why the key symbol? The key? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the key was a mistake, by the way. <laughs> oh, I think it works well. Yeah. But yeah, I want to hear the story behind it. Okay, if you don't so mind. Ahmed was thinking of something cozy and... Um, a place that he was thinking that he wanted to name it the attic because of the house, houses. It's a cozy place where you put all your memories and all your things. So we had gone to a graphic designer and told him that, you know, the name would probably might be attic. So let's play around with that. So that's where the key came in. The key came in for attic. Okay, okay. yeah, it makes sense. Now. And then when we changed it to locals, we just said, you know, the key's pretty, keep it. So that's how it came about. It was not planned at all. Okay, interesting. I think, yeah, now it just with branding, these things become, they just become a thing, you know, yeah. associated to, to locals. I think for me, when I saw it, I was like, you know what, locals and, and the key, maybe, you know, it's, it's about like, it's, it's each person's, you know, house or place. So, so I think people just end up coming up with their own interpretations, really. Exactly. It's like abstract art. Everybody Ex sees it their own way. So, so it worked and it looked pretty and we said, you know, just keep it. Exactly. And I think, honestly, now when I think about it, after you uh, shared the, the reasoning behind why you called it locals and the whole concept behind it, I think it's, it's a nice idea because, you know, like your, your audience is very diverse. People see it differently, so everybody can have their own meaning uh, of that, you know? Exactly. Okay, cool. So, I think you are the pioneers of truly creating the first real neighborhood cafe in Jeddah. How did you create such an atmosphere? Was it intentional or did it happen organically? It wasn't intentional, no. I mean, we wanted to, like, create a community, but we didn't know how. And... I think us being there all the time mm -hmm. helped a lot and, and engaging and with people, engaging with customers, who? yeah, choosing the baristas, uh, choosing the staff, uh, the training that we're giving to the staff. It all helped us to like create the local community that is going until now, alhamdulillah. Amazing. Yeah. If you notice, none of our staff is actually baristas originally. We don't hire people who are, have a background in food and beverage. So they don't come with their own preconceived ideas. They don't come with the training. We hire peers, like our kids, our brothers, our cousins, and they bring their friends. Friends so of friends. Friends of friends. It's, always, it's, all, it's all by referral. 
So uh, most of them are part-time students. Some of them are college students. Some of them are already, and we have pilots and engineers and uh, medical students. So even when somebody comes or a customer comes, they can relate to them and they can chat with them. And, you know, if you've ever like seen the show Cheers. Yeah, it's very old. Yeah, the song was like, uh, you know, I want to go someplace where everybody knows your name. So this is sort of like, you know, because everybody knows everybody. So even the some of the guys who are, work there, their parents are customers. They're, you know, so it's like all, uh, yeah, they all know each other. Yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely see that. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's nice when like people come in and then they, they see people they know inside the cafe mm-hmm. all the time. It happens all the time. Like it happens like 15, 20 times a day, per day. Yeah. Yeah. Customers come and they see some people that they know and they sit with each other. And oh, for sure. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come to that. That's, I <laughs> yeah, think yeah. that's one of your, that's literally your brand now. Like for me, locals, yes, yes, yes. it's like, it's the most social public place I know. Yeah. I've never been to locals, not even once. Mm. And, and haven't bumped into someone and ended up like sitting with them and talking yeah, to them. See, seeing this ha- actually makes me happy because I know like it's, it's, we're creating a community that everybody would know, knows each other and stuff. Or enhancing already on what, you know, yeah. the people who already know and they see their school friends and they see their, uh, even their exes. <laughs> so many of, you know, we're having that a lot. <laughs> it's a small space. Yeah. And, you know, so people bump into each other and it's like, oh, she, I used to go to college with her. Oh, I used to, you know, I've had people who come and say, we were in kindergarten together. So it's funny because most of Jeddah has moved farther, you know, uh, in another direction so for them to actually still meet in this area it's uh, it's a nice uh, it's a nice thing yeah it's definitely special i think you guys are known for that uh, because i think the 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 space is smaller and i think it's very intimate and cozy so people end up having even even like i i ended up talking to people i didn't even know strangers yeah. and had like interesting conversations with them as well so i think you did a really good job uh, unintentionally, unintentionally yeah, <laughs> or yeah. or in some ways also intentionally, I think, because it's a reflection of of of, of you guys and loving uh, this, you know, create like creating this uh, community around your brand and your coffee shop. And, and I it's think not yeah, over um, like we did it ourselves, so there's no fakeness in it. Yeah, so it's even so, the so real. Are yeah. there even the you know even the things that are not perfect? It's because it's a reflection of you know we're trying yeah. our best. We didn't get companies to do this. We didn't get interior designers to do the anything. We, we everything is us. So people relate to this. Maybe the imperfection is more relatable. Yeah, it's I, I, definitely it's very authentic. You can you can see through the authenticity, and I think people people love that these days because there are a lot of fake places and a lot yeah. of overly branded uh, places and like super artist superficial places yeah. without the product. Yeah, exactly. And there's no substance. I think what you guys have is special because you have substance over the the shiny, you know, they call it the shiny object syndrome, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys are definitely But uh, also that real. started because we were focusing. We said, you know, we have this much budget. So are we going to waste it on like on appearances or are we going to actually serve something that we would want? You know, he, he had a hard time because he couldn't find like a lot of coffee shops that he likes. You know, and, and I go with him to the coffee shops and I don't find food. 
<laughs> you know, because coffee shops don't have food. They have like the same menu in almost every coffee shop. The same cakes from the same supplier, the same coffee, the same, the same taste, the same sandwiches from the supplier also. And they're all like lower quality in general. Yeah, because they, want, they need to profit from them. So they get the lowest of the low yeah. and they sell it in high prices. Yeah, I see, we don't yeah. enjoy like we just like we just need a, a good sandwich and a cup of coffee. Like, where can we find this? Simple. So, yeah. So me and Adil thought about it. So why yeah, we don't we have do to it? Have like, an edge. We have we have to have something different, yeah. like from the coffee shops. But also, I, I still think with I'm going to get into maybe yeah. more into the actual yeah. uh, products and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, definitely you've done that very nicely, but also very simply as well. Yeah. Uh, which I'll, I'll get into. But I wanted to ask you, what are some of the common challenges you guys face as business owners in this industry specifically? Like during, like as a daily challenge, you mean? So yeah. many. So many. Like where do we start? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like you can just all, name how, like the like, biggest ones. Like how, like being married and being also in the same thing. So that's like a very thin line because you don't want it to like not... You know, sometimes we forget that we're husband and wife. It's like, my, my opinion is this and your opinion is this. So this is a big problem um, that we always try to, like, work on. Um, hiring this caliber of, of guys, like the baristas, who are, like, not food and beverage, and they're not, like, um, customer-based. We don't have, like, uh, like, Saudis still don't have this uh, service-oriented mentality. Yeah. But sometimes when somebody talks to him, he talks back in the same way because yeah. he's talking to his peer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it works and it doesn't work. If there's a problem, it doesn't work. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I completely get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if it, when it works, it's, it's a beautiful, harmonious relationship between uh, the barista and the customer. But if the customer is going to treat him in a, like, a degrading way, he's not going to accept it. Um, the turnover of hiring all of these Saudi college students and things like that, they're always getting accepted to scholarships. They're always getting better jobs. They're, you know, they get jobs in their field. So that's a problem. And customers also, you know, we have a problem with sometimes being social and knowing the customers. So they feel a little bit of self-entitlement. Mm. And for us, it's like at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah. You know, if it was my home, marhababik, yeah, and you do whatever you want, sit wherever you want, but it's not my home. It's a business. I have to cater to other people who I don't know also. So this is like my main three problems. Mm. Ahmed, of course, has a problem with the suppliers, you know, raising prices. The and operational the operation. Side, he has yeah. the bigger headache. Mm. All the, all the paperwork, all the. <laughs> yeah. We want we want to keep this positive. Yeah, but there's no, yeah. a huge problem with the. Um, we have a uh, problems with Baladia. Uh, it's like they come every month and they find the business. They find us. I don't and know why. Yeah, I think this happens to a lot Everybody. of other businesses, and it's, yeah. it's a big it's challenge. Like, it's like daily challenges we have to like uh, take care of. Uh, plus the paperwork, of course. Uh, customers, you have to make everyone happy. We're alhamdulillah, we're doing this. I mean, you have even when you're tired, even when uh, there's a lot of like customers, you have to make everyone happy. You have to be to to make sure everybody is is enjoying his time at locals. This is a challenge also uh, because the customer doesn't see that you're tired or you're serving a lot of customers or you're, um, you're standing all day. No, he, see, he wants his order like in five minutes. 
that's that's what he want yeah wow. so basically the daily yeah. operation is the is the hard hardest part for us yes okay. no thanks for sharing uh, these uh, challenges i mean it doesn't sound easy for sure <laughs> and i know like the fnb industry is 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 a tough cookie as they say so well done um on a more positive note now what are the most rewarding aspects of owning and running your own coffee shop <laughs> everywhere i go people know know knows us like, oh, <laughs> you're celebrities yeah. now yeah. Huh? oh locals you're Look, here. <laughs> that's your name now huh? locals it's very, yeah it's very rewarding <laughs> for ahmed it's rewarding for me it's like, like you forget everything else i've done <laughs> yeah, like every time we go to a mall we go to uh A coffee uh, shop. A coffee shop. <laughs> nice. Oh, locals are here, and then oh, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's really nice to be known for something you created from scratch. You know, at the end of the day, it's it's a passion and it's something positive to to be known for. So yeah. again, well done. I, I mean. went to a dinner party and the lady was saying, "This is Fulana," <laughs> and I was like, and the lady was like, "Hadi Fulana bint Fulana. She's the daughter of you know." And the lady was like, still trying to you know. She's like, listen, listen, I'll make it easier for you. She owns locals. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I and I was like, really? <laughs> all of the things that I've done all my life, this is all you remember? <laughs> so it's a nice legacy. And <laughs> that's that's uh, very special. Okay, so you guys, if you had to attribute local success to one factor, what would it be? Just working together and like Team, really... Teamwork. Teamwork, honestly. Yes, teamwork. Amazing. Because we would not have been able to do it with all of the support that we we got. We, subhanallah. God on top of everything just said, you know, yani, um, he put like barakah in the little things that we did, you know. We, ha- we opened, by the way, in COVID, you know, because we didn't have a reference. We were like, how long are we going to keep on closed, closed, closed? Let's just open So it was a leap of faith, you know, like to open during like the first it was, it time that they opened. It was very the, scary. You know, they opened Jeddah for like three days in Eid. And we said, you know, that's the that's the door. We're going to like open in those And then three, they closed it again. They closed it. But we they said, you know what, again. we're not going to, you know, we're not going to just open. We're paying rent. The furniture is there. Let's we're paying also it. salaries. Salaries, exactly. We have to. We, have yeah, to we were like, you know, we're going to pay salaries even if, uh, yani, just like as long as we can make the salary, then we're fine. <laughs> like, oh that's, that's very admirable, honestly, because I think a lot of people went through the same um, uh, challenges during COVID, but let alone uh, starting actually opening then, that's even harder, so... Uh, very interesting. Okay, so we've always uh, been talking, you and I, Ahmed, specifically about coffee beans and blends, yeah. whenever I'm, I'm at locals, yes. uh, which I think really matters when it comes to the different coffee brewing methods and types of coffee products available today. Yeah. Uh, for example, black versus dairy. Can you tell us more about this? Like, for example, what... Because Honestly, I think one of the things that I love about locals, they really get the, they get the taste with coffee, with specialty coffee, right. Whether it's, uh, you know, uh, a da- uh, uh, like a cappuccino blended with dairy or like sure. other things, or as a black coffee, because like a lot of so-called specialty coffee places, some of the biggest uh, coffee shops, 
Yes. They have terrible coffee, in my opinion. Yes. yes Not yes. even drinkable. And we talked about this so, before. Yeah, so what happened is, uh, like, there's good coffee everywhere, but, like, uh, you need to prepare it right in the shop. You need, like, you have a good beans. Uh, you, you need just to put the ratios right, the, the temperatures right, the, the, the time of the, of the extraction for the coffee right. There's, like, certain recipes you have to follow. Uh, to, to to give the bean the to, to, to take out the, the good taste of the beans, uh, so it's a matter of good beans plus preparation. It's not only good beans. What happen is in other coffee shops, not all of them, of course, some of them, they have good beans, but they don't know how to prepare it. Mm -hmm. uh, we make sure like every day, we do calibrations for all the machines. We do tasting for all our coffees before we serve them to the customers. Uh, we make sure that we are uh, on the right recipe every day because every day the, the machines, you know, machines change. It doesn't like give you the same taste every every day. So we have to control the machines, the calibrations. Uh, this is how we uh, quality control. Most of it quality control, and we're there all the time. So I I personally taste the coffee like. 10 times per day. Wow. So that just to get the, okay, change this, add this, uh, minus this, so we can like have a, a good taste for the customer. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, I remember at, uh, at some point yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I used to come, you'd be so wired so from, hyper, the coffee, yeah, from the coffee. And then after a while, you were like, yeah, you know, it, it, it got too much. Yeah. And then I had you had to uh, reduce your coffee intake and yes. just... You know, when you taste, you really just taste and not drink the whole thing. So yes, exactly. It's not easy. <laughs> he has to keep an open mind also and listen to customers, because you have to know if somebody says, "I don't like this" or "This is not tasting good," you have to ask them, "Where do you drink your coffee usually?" Because their frame of reference. Could yeah, be what's your benchmark? Really, yeah. You know, someplace different. Like some people like acidic. They say your coffee doesn't have that kick. You know, we don't like the acidic. We like, you know, we don't like, we want you to drink more coffee. We don't want you to drink our coffee and then feel lousy all day. Yeah. So it's, it's also, you know. Yeah. Also, we that. have something important that if, if a customer didn't like his cup, uh, he's free to, uh, he can return it and we will do another one that he uh, thinks it's better. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. questions asked. No questions because... asked. If he didn't like it, we will do another one. Or give him another drink or something, yeah, you yeah. know. And that definitely also reflects your values as a, as a coffee shop and as a brand. Yeah, because sometimes you go to a coffee shop and you tell them, Basma, Jabni, Bas something, Madrikev, and they're like, well, this is our way. See, yeah, I've it's like take that. it or leave it, yeah. I've had that, you yeah. know, like uh, reply. And I think that really puts you off. Like for me, if something like this happens, I think it would like... I might not even go ever. It's very like, patronizing and they treat you like, you know, we are the coffee masters and, you know, if you don't like our coffee, then there's something wrong with your taste palate yeah. or something. And I'm like, no, I know coffee. I just don't, I don't think it was done the way it should be done yeah. or you heated it too much or something. And they ask me all the right questions. But then at the end of the day, ego. Yeah, ego. We, we try not to have. Yeah, yeah you guys definitely don't have Yeah, that, we try which... not to, you know. But my sandwiches, I have an ego. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to the sandwiches part now. Yeah. So speaking of sandwiches, uh, before that, actually, what's your favorite drink at Locals? You can choose just one. Mm -hmm. uh, Hadil, Ahmed, 
whoever wants to go first. But yeah, flat I don't white. Know. We we make a really good flat white. Me too, by the way. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, mine is the V60. Oh yeah. I, yeah, because I taste the the coffee beans and the uh, slow bar brewing. So yes. I mean, I like both definitely. Yeah. I like even more. I can I can name more, but yeah. I don't want to because mm. it will take forever. But uh, <laughs> if I had to pick one, my go-to is definitely the flat the white. Flat so, white yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about sandwiches? What's your favorite sandwich? All of them. <laughs> no, you have to choose one. Uh, feta. Feta cheese? Yeah. For yeah. me, it's the feta because it's like, yani, it's the one that I invented. <laughs> the other ones are like you just normal sandwich. Them. I invented all of them, She's but the, the other ones she, aren't. She made the, all the sandwiches, by the way. Yeah, but the other ones are like yani, simple, brainless. But the feta but good. took a little bit of creativity. So this is why I'm I like a little bit more proud of it. I really like the turkey one, yeah. although it's very yeah. simple because I said that they're very yeah. simple, but they're, I think, well, very well crafted, let's say. Well, you know, we wanted something that we actually eat. Sometimes you go someplace and they like they make the avocado toast, but they put like all these things in it that make it a guacamole. Yeah. And I'm like, can you give me a side of nachos with that? It's not, <laughs> it's not an avocado yeah. toast. Yeah. And, you know, and we're trying to do something with the limited space that we have. Because we don't have space to make eggs or to make uh, other things. So we're trying to make what we do at least to be like... Uh, and at the same time, Jeddah has so many coffee shops. I, I mean, like, I think if somebody counted, they'd be like shocked how many coffee shops there are. So if we're going to open a coffee shop, you need to have an edge. So having freshly made sandwiches, like ready, like when you order them, we make them. This is an edge. I think I completely agree. I think you guys set a new standard to coffee shops, for coffee shops, I mean, uh, when it comes to the food they serve. Because uh, like Ahmed said before, most of the coffee shops were just serving very mediocre, standard, uh, uh, generic supplier stuff, which is not acceptable. And then after you guys opened, I feel like other coffee shops started copying you and started doing their own, you know, uh, in-house uh, made kitchens, uh, uh, kitchens and like kitchens. products. Exactly. You know, we'd visit some place and it's like suddenly they have a kitchen, but they have the space, you know, but we went to two places that didn't have any kitchens before us. And then when we went, we were like shocked that they actually brought a panini maker and they brought, you know, so I was like, you know, good. Inspiring is good. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a positive thing, you know, and uh, it just makes perfect sense to have good quality uh, food or products, you know, like, yeah, food in general. And with we do coffee. our homework, by the way. We like anywhere we go, anywhere we travel, we, we go and we check places and see what's happening. You know, what's the latest? In the industry. We yeah. don't have like a problem with becoming, with doing something better. And we also understand when, when we have, you know, we're limited by space or things like that. So we're like, you know, whatever we do, even if it's something like small, at least we, we do it with heart and like we do it the way we want it if we were to go someplace. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so what advice would you give aspiring baristas or entrepreneurs wanting to start their own coffee shops or just a coffee related business? Start. <laughs> this is my first advice, start doing. Oh. Don't, don't like just don't like plan or think that's about very it. good advice yes don't don't write on papers and <laughs> i know we but wrote on walls. yeah but it didn't happen it didn't happen until, until we actually until yeah, we did. put yeah. our foot on the ground and we started like yeah. actually doing because you will learn uh, on the way 
as you go yeah yeah as you go we didn't we didn't know that we will be uh, successful we didn't know we will be like this uh, at, the, at the beginning correct we didn't no, know i felt that if you i felt... had if i had the person who knows what he's doing and with my like any um, enthusiasm uh, i had a gut feeling that it will be something really good because most people like some people who've hired him for consulting they have absolutely no background in food and beverage why would you put your money and hire a consultant in something that you have absolutely no background and one of the hardest even industries and it's food very hard. food i mean food is so risky why would you do that no exactly. i had i had much better um, uh, confidence in him like because he knows food uh, yeah, i but, know sandwiches but you've been he knows coffee in a coffee shop like for five years or six years yeah. and we didn't do it yeah, because we were like reluctant yeah and we didn't have the location yeah i know but the location is really important like don't say you know like just anywhere location is 100 location, location, location means location. so much especially yeah. in jeddah no, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it makes or breaks business mm-hmm. i always say this yes it's so many factors so many factors yeah, yeah it's not yeah. just the location yeah. you, you but it's, a, it's an important one i think yes, yeah. yes. it's one of the it's main one factors. of the main factors but i completely agree with you ahmed Honestly, start is the best advice. I know it sounds it might sound cliche, but it's literally because a lot of people end up overthinking and plan yes. over planning. And they don't and they don't start. They and don't they don't do. start at the end, yeah. Yes. So they call it like maybe decision fatigue or something. But yeah, I think I'm a big believer, I'm a firm believer in um learning from experience. Learning by doing. Yes. I think that's the most like that's where you learn but he had a foundation exactly it's not like winging it you know like he had a really yeah, yeah of course of course yeah you know? very good solid background yeah, like he had i had solid think... background and then now what like the things that he knows now are like totally like maybe it's like when you build your first house and then you realize oh i should have done this i should have done that i should have you know but uh i felt like um i felt i've seen him i've seen him in action with other people's things and other people's projects and other people's businesses so it's like if you know let's do ours let's you know you you can do it you you're doing but it was easier for him when it's somebody else's money so he didn't feel that worried or scared but when it was our money and you know like our life savings he more was risky, like you know yeah. what if we fail i was like we're not going to fail more at stake honestly remember you were like and should we open and i was like let's yeah. we're going to open yeah. <laughs> we're going you don't have a choice we're going to open yeah. we're going to like, like it sounds like you, you know? had the, you held the vision for him and kind of believed him and pushed him and he also had the i think yeah it's just a a very nice combination and you guys make a great team inshallah yeah, <laughs> yeah so far so far so good maintaining maintaining is really yeah, tough maintaining is harder also yeah. maintaining is harder yeah i i i completely get that okay so how do you feel about the coffee culture's huge and sudden boom in the past years in saudi all of a sudden like literally just like you said hadil a while ago you'll find i don't know how many coffee shops in one block because one fa- one you know succeeded so people just assume but we have this culture in jeddah like one laundromat opens then 10 laundromats open yes. one material shop opens 100%. then 10 materials you know but that's not i don't think that's right you know i don't think you should just put your money someplace where you don't have background or foundation or something like that or passion even yeah it's just i think uh doing it for the wrong reasons especially just for money is a recipe for disaster honestly yeah. 
So what's your future outlook for locals? Any plans to expand soon? Maybe? Like, a, like branches? Anything. Yeah, we, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I know that you had a, uh, that you did uh, a branch in Adel Balad, in Ramadan, yeah, for, a pop-up. For Ramadan, a seasonal. And that, that was amazing. Yeah, seasonal. Yeah, seasonal. So that was very cool. Anything like that or like branches or anything really, not necessarily... This is a debate between me and Hadil. Uh, it can be undecided if yeah, you want, but I want to hear. No, I want to hear. Yeah, me, because I have a feeling that you know. For me, we, I think we have a really good location, and what makes the place really successful is the exclusivity, and like having a couple of branches. Uh, not not only in a financially not feasible now, but even the idea of like, uh, it's what what makes this place special is him being there. Well, you can't split yourself up into many pieces, uh, you know, like yeah. if we go anywhere in the world, there's always the places that have sustainability are the places that are like, they have the personal touch, you know? So is it a question of, you know, like having more branches and being like everywhere, or is it the question of making your product really good and maybe expanding in the same area, you know, or, or within the same, like branching out, like see what's good and capitalize on it, you know, but I don't, you know, I don't, for, for me, I don't foresee like locals everywhere or like a couple of places everywhere. I don't see that. Oh. It's, it's not in my vision. But, you know, I'm always, you know, I try to keep an open mind. So, you know. Amazing. Okay. No, that makes you? sense. What do you think? <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think she, evolution. She might be right. And I don't know. We need to think about it more. Yeah. I think time time will tell. Yes, time you will know? tell. Yeah. yeah. I, I think when the opportunity comes, we will grab it. If if there's something like if there's a potential for growth, yeah, why not? Well, that makes sense. Okay. Uh well we're we're getting closer to the end of the episode. So can you share a funny or weird experience you had from a customer at locals? Oh. <laughs> one from you, Ahmed, and one from you, Adil. <laughs> They have to be different. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many. Let me think about one. I don't have any specific specific one in mind, but I... Stella, you had one. The lady who's, uh, who couldn't talk. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was embarrassing. Yeah, so one customer came and then they said, I, I was standing at the cashier and they said hi, and she didn't say hi back. And then I felt upset because like, why is she not like saying hi? I said, hi. And she, again, she didn't say hi. And then she to asked me to hand her a paper and a pen. And then she wrote her order on the paper. And then I felt very bad because I I, I thought that she and he was not able to talk, and I, I made her order fast, and then... And he felt so guilty. Yeah, I felt guilty. He's like, I'm being like, you know, hi, hello, and she's not replying. Yeah, I felt <laughs> so like, guilty. It turns out in Nuiya Meskina, she can't talk, and she has, you know, like, maybe she's, you know, like she has an impediment or something, mm -hmm. and then the next day... Yeah, and the next day she came, and then I, and I start talking to her with sign language, you know, like... <laughs> Hi, I waved my hand and stuff. And then she took a paper and a pen also, and she said, "No, I I can't talk, but I'm, 
I had uh, uh, dental surgery <laughs> dental yesterday. Surgery. <laughs> and she still wrote it, you know. <laughs> she went That's along so with funny. it, yeah. <laughs> he spent the whole day feeling so bad, you know, and he's like, you know, here and I am. And he told you know? her, uh, a girl came today and she couldn't talk. And I said hi like four times to her. And you yeah. were like thinking, you know, we should teach them. We should teach the baristas sign language. And we should, you know, we were like thinking in oh, that wow, way. Okay. And we're like <laughs> innovating. Okay, and then it turned out. And then she's, she writes down, I had dental surgery. I can talk. I'm fine. <laughs> she gives him the paper. <laughs> that was funny. That is very funny. Any other stories you want to share? Or that's, I think. We had a problem with a, um, um, a customer who was like being very aggressive. And so... Uh, Ahmed and one of the guys went outside and stood next to the door so that he wouldn't come in. And then one of our customers just stood at the door. He's a really big, you know, mashallah, like a, a big, tall guy. So he just stood at the door feeling that there was some kind of stress or tension or something. Like that. So he's like, you know, so I saw him and he's like, you know, I've got this, you know, don't worry. He's one of the customers and he's like, you know, I'll, I'll stand guard at the door. So he just had our back, you know. So then I told Ahmed, you know, this guy, we have to hire him. You know, like his heart is, is with us. And we hired him. He's oh, yeah? like, you know, he was like one of the customers. He's like, do you want a job? He's like, yes. I was like, yalla, work for us, you know. So sometimes, subhanAllah, it's like, you know, just things come about. Uh, the nice things that outweigh the bad things. Yeah, I think yeah. also that story that you just shared, is, it has the locals effect, this community-oriented feel. Yeah, so, yeah, the way to go, that's, that's a very nice story. Okay, these are the last two questions. You guys. You, <laughs> whoever wants to start. What helps you get in your creative zone? And what is your favorite type of music? Favorite type of music? Mm. But, uh, at locals, the, the music that we put in locals, you mean? Or... Like in general. Actually, that actually this was kind of the pre-last question, which I forgot to ask. So okay. you can actually tell us what. Uh, so the question was, who plays the music at locals? Okay, that's that's a good question. Okay. I actually missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, we have a playlist. Uh, we have a, 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 like for the morning, we have a, a certain songs that that are like kind of chill and jazz and yeah, I love the jazz morning morning yeah. at at. Uh, noon uh, we have another type of music and at in the evening in the, the evening stuff, the, yeah. by, the guys yeah put like more like upbeat uh, stuff yeah upbeat stuff and stuff but we have like for every part of the day we have a certain kind of music and with, sometimes when our music doesn't suit I go in and I tell the guys guys read the room read the room is this music suitable for this uh, this style of customers yes. and they're like yes you're right you're right so they change it so you because got dj skills huh? <laughs> no no seriously because sometimes I mean, you know yeah, you, sometimes you have you know on uh, friday also it's like more mellow yeah uh, in ramadan we have um oriental, Ar oriental instrumental amazing yeah. you know we don't have arabic sense. but it's oriental instrumental. Yeah. so every certain type of time you know and at the end of the day sometimes it's too loud and sometimes it's too low and sometimes the guys feel like you know, if they feel like uh, it's mundane, they'll put their own music. And it's like, you know, it's like a party. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's nice. I love that. So, okay, what gets you in your creative zone? You mean at the cafe? No, in general. 
Well, or at the cafe, well, whichever you feel we're resonates not, We're not being creative lately, mm-hmm. since we're, we're, we're... Yeah, we're working. We're working. Because I finish work and I come, and he's also, you know, picks up... We have students, most of them, so whenever one of them has a class or something, he's filling in. So, you know, it, there's, it's really difficult to think of things. But sometimes while, when we while go... you're so, working. Yeah, but when we go visit other places or when we, we travel... We get inspired. We, we get inspired, yes. yes. Yeah, so need, travel, I would, yeah. Travel. Yeah, traveling, <laughs> stepping out of the work a little bit. The daily routine, yeah. yeah. the daily routine, so we can check what's going on. It's, yeah, this is, this is where we get I have creative. the privilege more of being more creative because I get to go home and do things and then come back. Mm-hmm. So I come in and I'm like, I change the flowers, I change this, I change that, because I'm seeing it from the outside. He doesn't. He's behind the cashier and he sees like uh, one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And he's always dealing with customers, 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 and problems and things like that. So I have, you know, I, I'm luckier than him when mm. it comes to thinking of new things and stuff like that. Yeah, very understandable. Yeah. I get it when you get stuck. No, in he this. has the like, he has, you know, he has the the uncreative part. <laughs> you have, yeah, I think the unsexy part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he must be not, not very luxurious, you know. And sometimes like, didn't you see? And it's like, I didn't see anything behind me. I've been standing in the same position for like four or five hours i didn't see what's happening you know so i'm like okay i got you (laughs) (laughs) so i think yeah you guys can cover for each other also as because again you're 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 a couple (laughs) and you're a team and it uh, although it might be challenging sometimes but i think definitely the positives outweigh the negatives so again well done on what you've created and what you're doing Honestly, I could talk to you guys for hours. <laughs> this is so much fun. Uh, but let's keep it uh, short and sweet for our listeners. I think, yeah, we can... Like the flat white. Yeah, like the flat white. <laughs> like the, yeah, the, the top uh, drink at Locus. Exactly. So thank you guys for taking us through your inspiring entrepreneurial and quiet personal journey. A true testament to the power of passion and connection. I look forward to having many more coffees and conversations with you at Locus like we always do. Great. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. It's been really fun. This is one of the creative uh, fun parts of uh, having a business. Okay, good. You should do it more often. Then, yeah, yeah, whenever you want to get creative and, you know, unwind, uh, let (laughs) me know. Anytime, have us over, we'll come. (laughs) For sure. So if you have not been to Locals yet, go now. You are missing out big time. Follow them on Instagram at locals underscore cafe dot sa. This was all for today's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 25 Branding, and at Hybrid 25 Podcast. Stay tuned for my next episode, and peace out.